This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I think you want to know A dirty little secret About a secret little show Sarah and Vinny's Secret Show for Thursday, November 4th, 2021. It's funny because when I'm doing this at home, it's like written out on my computer Thursday, November 4th. So easy. Now I got to like figure out, I'm like, okay, what day is it? No, it says 11-4. Well... Poor me. How you doing over there? I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling better. I still have the remnants of a cold. Yeah. The the cold. This is the cold my, that it came home with the oldest and it went through her fairly quickly and safely, which was a miracle because we haven't had that uh, good, the good of luck with colds. Mm-hmm. Then the youngest caught it and it went through her badly like she had that. And little kids, you know, she's three, so she's not real skilled at blowing. She can't, well, she can't blow her nose. So she just had snot running down her face. And and they don't seem to care. You know how kids just have like a fudgical dripping all over them and they don't notice it? They can't say that, like, this thing started with a sore throat for me. Uh And I'm sure it did for her too, but she didn't even know to say, my throat hurts. Like she doesn't, I don't think she even knows what her throat is. My neck hurts. Yeah. I don't know how she'd say it, but (laughs) she didn't. It's just one of those things where, uh, but it blew through her badly. She Her face from rubbing it yeah. turned bright red and all, but then it and was over. And glazed with yes. snot. I Gross. love that look. That is just a great, a great kid look. And then I love when they've got that kind of on their hand and then they walk around the house touching everything. It's so awesome. But it, it went through her badly, but then quickly and was over and, and. Just like, for example, it was either last night or the night before she was outside my door going, I'm not sick anymore. I'm good. And I was just like, you rotten little turd. Because there I was laying there coughing. And, right. And so anyway, I'm at the tail end. I think your with energy is back a little. You I think? feel definitely feel my energy back and feel better. Uh, I will be 100 percent come Monday of next week. We won't be in, you know, but right. I'll be there Wednesday. Right. As planned. As planned. Um, so I wanted to do a couple of, uh, it's just me and you. Mm-hmm. Like Bryn is, uh, he's busy doing the job of three people. and Right. And we're busy doing the secret show. So I guess he'll jump on whenever he can here. Um, I'm going to start with a follow-up. We've had a few 
like my friend ghosted me, what am I doing wrong, or why I ghosted a friend in response to that, and what what this person could be doing. Um, and this person says, and I think this is very wise, this is a person in their 60s, and they have the answer for all of us. I have a comment regarding, oh, don't say my name, I have a comment regarding ghost friends. Simply said, people change, or at least one of them changes. I'm in my early 60s, a Bay Area native, I have a wide range of friends, some from past jobs, some from grammar and high school, others from various life experiences over the years. All of my girlfriends got married when they were in their 20s and had kids. Some have since divorced. Some are still married. Others remain in bad marriages. I've never married or had kids. I own my house. I've traveled extensively and I have a great life. 60-year-old lady. I love it. I freaking love it. Um, you know, you don't have to have kids to have a full life. That's for sure. But no, then, you do not. No. Back to the back to the letter, though. That's Because that's a digression that we should... We can talk about it after if you want. Uh, I'm still very close with some of them. And there's a huge disconnect with others. I've made attempts to keep a connection, but the bond... And she's the person who has the time to try to keep the connection. Mm -hmm. So she's probably had to reconcile herself to some ghostings of her own over the years, right? Because that's... Someone is just in a different place in their life. Sure, you'd figure. She says, uh, I've made attempts to keep up a connection, but the bond has dissolved. I will always love these friends because we grew up together and experienced some wonderful life experiences. However, our lives and interests are now very different. No one should be guilted into maintaining a friendship with someone with whom you've lost the connection. People changed. People change. Walk away if you're not getting what you need from the friendship. Friendships are 50-50, not what's good for only one of the friends. Yes, I'm selfish. I'm looking out for my best interest. Thanks. And I think she makes a great point. Like we, It's hard, though. It is hard. Like when a bestie has just decided that they're done. It's weird because it's you don't really break up with friends, you know? You sort of drift apart, and normally that sort of is happening on both sides. You're just in different places, but when one person is just clinging so tightly and needily to a friendship. I haven't had this happen in my own life very much, to be honest with you, so I can't relate to the whole a friend ghosted me, and maybe they did and I didn't notice, which is well, maybe says more about right me, there. right? But sure. I do think that um, those childhood friendships that I've maintained – are the ones that are safe for me. I'll give you an example. I am uh, a raging alcoholic. And many of the people I hung with as a kid are also raging alcoholics. You have a lot of sober friends now. And the ones that I can still maintain friendship with are the ones that do not drink. And the ones that do continue to drink and and party. And I'm happy for them. I'm glad their lifestyle hasn't had to change for any reason. But I can't be part of that. And I don't feel bad about it. And I don't, I wouldn't, I haven't had anyone try to force me into, you know, hey, please come hang with us for a kegger. Like, it's just not, they know me. They know what my problems are. And so it's, it's all been fine. I've never come across issues from it. But I do think those relationships mean a lot to us. And they mean more as you age, I think. Well, it's. Interesting because I think some of my best friends are people I just don't I don't necessarily talk to even regularly. Like it's a I think about my friend Vicky who lives in Seattle and I've known her since I was old enough to walk down the street to her house. Um, you know, we were pre kindergarten and I probably I mean I've I guess I've commented here and there on like a Instagram post or something and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um but she doesn't ask a lot of me and I don't ask a lot of her and when I want to talk to her I can and Kate, like she 
came for my 50th birthday and, you know, things like that. Oh, wow. She did. Yeah. So it was, it's, you know, it's one of, it's a relationship that I sort of know is there. We know where we stand. And I think, as I think back on it, the only really, the only friendships I've ever really pulled back from are the ones that require a shit ton of maintenance. Like if someone is going to be mad at me because I forgot their birthday, I can't. I can't, you know, I can't even remember my kids' birthdays. I mean, that's not true, actually. But I certainly forget my sister's birthday or my brother's birthday. Like, I'm just not that bad. And and it doesn't make me mad if they forget mine. It's a standard that they can hold. Yep. It's their prerogative to hold that. But you're right. If if it's going to... Look, we all have a lot of responsibilities. I have a ton. Way more than I want. Yep. And the truth is, I'm trying to do right by everyone in my life. And uh, it's, it's the priorities... Are what they are. Yeah. And that, you know, 40 plus year relationship, I hope maintains itself to, to the, for the most part. And, and frankly, the people who I really care about, if they needed me, I would move them to the top of my list. Right. But those friendships that are, you know, fringe. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. See you at a party. No problem. I actually, let's talk about this lady who wrote in, like it's, she's in her sixties she owns her own house. She never married or had kids. Travels all the time. Like there's a, not that I regret anything in my life. And certainly, you know, I love John, but I mean, it does, it's like, what a strong person to go through and not have had all these messy situations in their life. And I just think that that's, uh, she sounds cool. I like her. It's, it's one way that I think it takes a certain constitution to stay that way. Yeah. You it's really easy have to, fall to be into some them. right. Yeah. You all look, I'm not someone who, um, how can I put this? I can date and not be married or even, you know, well, no, I, I do need to know that we're not doing other people. Yeah, but, you, 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 but don't I can hang. You're, you're, you're a relationship guy. You're, you like, but to I, have yeah, I do. And, but a go-to person. if you hang with someone for, an extended period of time you can kid yourself but you are as good as married you are entangled in a way that you you know may be denying to yourself or or publicly or whatever but the reality is you're going through life together yeah and that becomes an entanglement of its own and becomes a priority just based on whether the, you know they've been there when you've needed them, you've been there when they've needed you, and you've built the bond beyond someone who goes to dinner with you. Yeah, and that's just a reality. So she has been able to keep people at a particular distance, so that it hasn't nothing's developed to that extent, and that's a skill. It's funny because it, even as I was pre-reading this earlier today, I was thinking to myself, like, if I have any regrets. It's that I like my son is talking about moving to New York City and my other son is talking about moving, you know, just getting his own place closer to where he works. And and I just feel like I never really lived. I had, you know, I was not living at home, but I always had roommates and I always knew, that I, you know, I, I moved back. I had a couple of false starts and moved back and it would have like to be in a new city by myself figuring that stuff out like I, I actually think that that would, would have been a character builder and I if sure. I have any regrets I think that my because I'm actually you know luckily John 
will plan a, a wonderful vacations and does the, the legwork for it. And I might say, you know, theoretically, I would love to go to, you know, insert name of country here. But will I ever get off my ass and put that together and make it happen? You know, probably not. And actually, if I was all alone, I don't know, maybe I'd have the time to do it. But it's, uh, but I do sort of wish I'd had that, you know, kind of Mary Tyler Moore. She had her own apartment. You know, she moves to a city to take a job. And Oh, Lou. Well, look, you developed your life with Around John him, Mayer. right. And that's the way it is. And so you would have absolutely, you're a smart lady with plenty of ability you would have developed just fine on your own and you'd be a different person for sure yeah i know but that's you know i wouldn't have kids i love my kids don't get me wrong i had to get talked into those suckers though but i think that's i think you're (laughs) right like i have had that i've been single for long periods of time Uh but it's really not me yeah i hate to say it as much as i can i see like the bachelor guy who rolls through life single, good for him. If it's I, if he's it, truly happy, yeah. I mean, I I you know I do think that there might be people who roll through life single because of character flaws, but that's something else. I'm talking about whether you can choose to try and stay single and actually carry that out. Yeah. And if you can, I don't think you're you've missed you're not missing some, anything. Yeah, right? you will. You don't know that part of your heart that would have been woken by having a kid. You don't even know it. Right. So it doesn't matter. You're not sitting there going, I wish I had, or you shouldn't be sitting there saying, I wish I had that because you've got something else. It's called well, free time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, people are willing to trade that for kids and it's a valid choice to make as well. And, you know, a lot of people are born to be a mother or a father or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I really don't know if it just, if it hadn't happened with John, if it might maybe would have happened with somebody else because, Maybe that's just who I am. You know, right. I needed to be that person. Anyway, I sort of went down that. Uh, no, I think it's look that what that lady wrote in. I would I want to expose my my daughters to right. because what I don't want them to do is knee jerk into motherhood because they think that's their destiny without questioning it. They can question it and come to the conclusion that's for them. That's great. Yeah. But the idea that we go through lives and we see this. In many of our bad advice letters and what that lady just wrote, which is they went down a path because it's the prescribed path Mm -hmm. and found themselves in bad marriages and divorced. Right. And some of them are still together. Right. But but what I'm getting at is there are plenty of people who and I I have talked to a lot of them. I can't sell them out here, but Mm -hmm. I can tell you I've talked to a lot of women who have said. Yeah, I was with someone for two years and they proposed. And I said, yeah, because what else was I doing? And it was the next thing on the list that I'm supposed to have achieved. And then they find themselves saying things in their later years like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We were never hot for each other. We were never... We were just the right age. 
we were it seemed like the thing to do right and that that is not what i want for my daughters be deliberate yeah make decisions don't follow the path because you're stumbling down what seems to be the normal something inevitable right right all right i I like that uh, the idea of making you know real decisions not just going well i mean uh, what what could i say yeah and that's honestly that's what i liked about her letter too is she's like listen i'm in my early 60s here's what my life is and has been and here's my philosophy on ghosting of friends and people drift apart and i just Mm -hmm. think it's uh i just love that perspective it's just an interesting you don't meet that many 60 year olds without any kind of entanglement and sort of with a self with a satisfaction level in their life i mean i don't know i'm only i'm inferring from what i read in her letter but i really liked it thought you know that is and you're right vin you that is uh, i think that's actually a really valuable thing to teach a girl Uh, or any kid really that you don't have to do any of these your quote unquote traditional yours, things. Right. right. Do whatever you want. And, and be if your deliberate path is about to it. be a mom, then be that. Yep. Great. Find a partner that you feel like is gonna be there for or you. Or not through this. there's options, you know? Sure. Absolutely. If you I would say to. you it's way it's really hard. It is. It, I wouldn't go into it. This is the advice I'd give to anybody. I wouldn't go into it alone on purpose. I mean, if it happens, fine. You'll make adjustments, but it is hard. Yeah. Really hard. Well, life is hard. But, you know. Um, this is a... I love this one because I really think that this requires a certain amount of obliviousness on the part of the person who's asking. Not okay. not the not the letter writer, but the person who's asking something of a letter writer. All right. Uh don't say my name. Am I supposed to buy another gift for a wedding I'm in? And so here comes the story. I'm a bridesmaid. My husband is a groomsman and our two kids are the flower girl and ring bearer in a good friend's wedding. They've been engaged since 2019. We're supposed to get married in 2020, but obviously the pandemic happened. So they had to postpone the large wedding because of COVID. They had an engagement party and we bought a gift. She had a bridal shower and I bought a gift. She ended up having two destination bachelorette parties, one in early 2020 before the pandemic and then another one in 2021, which I attended and paid for multiple drinks and dinners for her. He had a destination bachelor party my husband attended. They ended up eloping in late 2020, which sparked an impromptu Vegas weekend to celebrate and we paid for their drinks and dinner. We also went the night before the rehearsal to have our nails done, drinks and dinner after. I picked up her tab. Then there's the money we spent on the hotel room for the wedding, plus the money for my bridesmaid's dress, my hair, my makeup, the tux rental, my kids' clothes that she picked out. We also went out the night after the wedding, and I picked up the drinks. A few days after the wedding, I get a call from the bride saying she was surprised they didn't get more gifts. She didn't call me out specifically, but she mentioned she'd expected other members in the wedding party would buy them a wedding present and didn't. When I added it all up... I spent $4,000 celebrating their wedding. So this is between all the gifts and all the other, and the, the travel and the hotels and the drinks and the everything, $4,000 celebrating their wedding. And I know other members of the wedding party are in the same boat with us. Should I have gotten her another gift for the actual wedding itself? Um, she eloped. Uh, is it weird at this point about a week after the wedding to now get her another gift? Thanks for your help. Don't say my name. How do you handle this one, Vinny? How do I handle it? Mm-hmm. I absolutely 100% 
do not buy another gift. Uh, I am 100% with you. Go on. Now look, I what I would say is it sounds like, you know, the amount you've spent feels like a lot already. And so I would say you should not only should you not buy another gift, you should not feel guilty about it. And if anything, I would be a little uh, bothered by the insinuation she made mm-hmm. your direction, which is you should have bought me another gift. That's it's in, look, I'm going to tell you something. I know that I've whatever means I've been able to put together and, you know, we got married. I didn't look for anybody to get us anything. There was a registry put together because my wife was told you have to do that. And we had a list of things because that's the deal. But I don't think that grownups should be so dependent on gifts or counting them or needing them. If a young, this tradition, I thought, came as young people in their late teens, early 20s were moving out of the house for the first time and needed stuff to fill their house or home or apartment with furniture and cutlery and, and stuff. Right. Yeah, right. This, this, you know, these later in life marriages where someone's in, in my case, I was 40 something and she was late 30. I don't know where she, whatever the case, I think it's obnoxious to be expecting. It's okay to ask. It's okay to have a registry, but that lady who said that to you is obnoxious. I agree. I actually think, where the fuck does this bitch get off? This person is oblivious to what her wedding, and then, of course, the lack there. I'm sorry, but then also you eloped. At that point, no. So you didn't even get a nice sit-down dinner at a... at a. You, you paid for everything. Um, I think this chick's got gigantic balls, and I, mm-hmm. I almost think you should be mad enough to say, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to send you a breakdown of the money that I spent on this thing. And then how about you get me a fucking gift for all the work and, and love and gifts? And uh, how about that? Where's my gift? I wonder if she actually did get a gift. A lot of times groomsmen and, and brides get gifts. Oh, I don't know. But I'll tell you, it's weird. I mean, this- uh, bridesmaids. I, I can't say this. I say this as a heterosexual male. Okay, right. let me put it that way. I have been a partner to uh, women in the past where I have seen them be They're They have great friends. They're great friends. They love each other. Mm-hmm. And then when we're talking privately, the you can't believe what this person said to me, blah, blah, blah kind of thing happens. Right. Right. And I'll be all, whoa. I thought you guys were best friends. Yeah, you guys really pour on the love and then they go we are best friends right i'm telling you because you're my person right so there's some of that going on and i don't know how important that and i say that because i don't know how important this person is to you right well it sounds like pretty important i mean the amount of hoops that they've already jumped through don't you think well so yes i do think and so if i were if this were me and let's just because everyone knows my friend billy let's say my friend billy said you know hey uh i thought you might want to get me another gift i'd say fuck you holmes are you kidding me i already dropped 4k on you i absolutely have paid to the to the party more than i would have because i love you right so know that there is no more gifts coming from my direction right could we stop looking over here right because it's not gonna happen 
I'm happy to support you two, and I hope you have a great life together. Right. But zero more money coming from my direction. <laughs> You're barking up the wrong tree, friend. So that's that's how I would handle that. But I can handle that with him because I know he would be like, I know, oh, jeez, God. You don't well, he wouldn't have asked asshole. you in the first place. That's right? the thing, but- you know? Like, this is, I just think it's, it's just the level of disconnect that this woman would even insinuate that you haven't given enough to her. Okay, but hold on. Okay. Let's put it in the context of a wedding, which is a crazy maker to begin with. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that maybe this person has gotten crazy ideas in their head about what kind of loot should have come their way. Yeah. And it's n- and but it shouldn't be held against you to say I've given I gave until more I couldn't give no more. You know, it's the old I gave it the office thing. Like, yeah. look, I've given to you and I've given to your cause and I've supported you in every possible way that I can. I have no more. I got kids. Yeah. They got to go to college. Yeah. There's no more money for you. Sorry. Yeah. You should be able to say that to someone who's a friend. But I also know the wedding is a crazy maker. And maybe that's it's better if you just let this drop. You know, I do think, though, that in the end, the, the chick eloped. And then they all went to Vegas together, like, just to celebrate. Like, that seems like, I don't know, if you don't have an actual wedding and you didn't see, isn't that the deal? Like, you invite people, they dress up, they go, you feed them, there's dancing, you've thrown this party for them, and then in exchange, you give a gift as a well wish. I don't know, maybe that's me. I, Let I me ask I'm a you this. Tat person. Does this become, if she lets it drop, all right? And doesn't get the is, gift? Doesn't get the gift and doesn't bring it up. Doesn't address it, just uh-huh. lets it drop. Does this become the thing that that friend is like? It depends on the friend, frankly. I mean, because that's really so. I wouldn't I'm be able not to let it go. My anymore. mouth would have dropped, and I would have said, "Um, hey, hang on." I, you know, I, I just, I think it depends on the friend. Hopefully, okay, well. hopefully this this lady's silence, which I don't know if that's what she chooses, but if she's silent about it and doesn't address it, the woman will take a step back and. And realize. Let's it pass, I, right. Or, or just realizes, okay, well, they actually did do quite a lot. I mean, the passive-aggressive, like, yeah. super <sighs> passive-aggressive way is to run off all the receipts for everything that you've done for her, fold them up in a piece of, in an envelope, address it to her house, and send it along. Right. I gave yeah. to this cause more than my share. Yeah. There will be no more. Get, like, you can be that way. Yeah, that's... and hope that it puts it to bed. Well, it will, but it'll probably also put the friendship to bed, depending on how you present it. Like I, this person, it's just unreasonable to ask for more. But that's weddings are unreasonable. <sighs> you know, they already ask for way too much. Especially back to my point from the beginning. If you're a grown couple, mm-hmm. they're already asking for too much. Paris Hilton should not have a registry. No. And she should get some cheaper stuff on. She should register at Target if she's going to do it anywhere. But even Although the she people knows rich, who she has rich friends. Yeah, but even the people who are established, you, you come on. It is her first wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I look. I I tend to agree with you. I actually do think that the tradition of a wedding gift was to set a young couple on their way. Right. You know, even cash would always be appreciated. You know, I've even seen people do a, a wedding. Um, registry where instead of buying them physical things they said uh help us rent a car in this place that we're you sure. know, pay this much and then you just say like, right, right or you know chip in for this balloon experience that we're doing or help us pay for this like 
you know, so that because they're they already live together. If it, I remembered correctly, because my parents were that fa- that couple, they were they. My mom still lived at home yep. when my dad finally, you know, got back. And they were from like twenty. He, they, they were, were young. 20. They got a lot of stuff. Plus, my mom. I I think I hear. I remember the story correctly. The money dance was a big deal. Like that money that they got. Yeah. That was a lot of loot, and that was what they sort of got them started. You know, I I want to say she took in thousands of dollars during the money dance, and that was their you know the sort of thing that. I wish I had known about the money dance. I was super greedy, and I would have wanted the money dance. To not end, like keep never end, keep I'm it coming. Stay out here. So you guys gonna hit the ATM? We, we had one set up outside. I am still out here waiting for dancing more and dancing, dancing and dancing. Hello. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, anyway, I'm sorry to hear that because I, I would do say think- something. I don't know if I'd be able to stop myself. I would. I would absolutely say I think the four grand that I've already spent on your wedding two year ordeal is uh, all you're getting out of me. Well, the problem here it would make me is so mad. Does she now call and just say hi? I've thought about what you had said to me, and here's my response. Or do you have to wait for it to come up again? I think, you know, probably because I am so such a pussy, I would probably just wait for it to come up again. But then th- then you run the risk of sort of exploding all the stuff that's been simmering, you know? Like, well, I spent $4,000 on this. And then she brings, she dares to bring it up again, and you just go nuts on her. You might just well, want to say, "Listen, let's go, let's go have drinks," and I want to explain to you why you're not getting any other shit from me. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Let That's me buy it. you a drink. She's gonna have to gauge this person for herself and decide the best way to handle it. But I do not think you owe them one more thing. You definitely so do not. How you go from there, I can't tell you specifically. Right. It needs to to be about that lady and what will work for your relate. I hate to throw away friendships, though. No, it's awful. Hey, just to, um, j- we only have a minute or so left, but I want to oh. throw this one out there because this person's sort of asking our listeners for help. Uh, hey, crazy fun people I listen to every day. I've always been slightly horrified and curious about people who die while making the sweet, sweet love. Hmm. Wow, this Gosh. person's thinking about some weird stuff. I don't know anyone personally who died that way, but I'm just curious to hear how that really happens. Can you guys can you guys weigh in? I, I don't know anyone who died that way either. Or can we ask your listeners to share stories about it? And I have to admit, now that she's brought it up, if you've got a story about someone dying while they're doing you, or even, you know, you are you were adjacent to something like that happening and you know the story, uh, I'd love to hear that story. I wonder if there's a term for croaking while fucking is what they end this with. Is there a term for that? Is that not, and I don't know... Which interview of the many through the years I would have heard this person, or maybe it was an excerpt from this guy's book. Didn't Matthew McConaughey's dad die? Yes. Boning his mom. Doing his mom. That's right. That's right. I I don't know why I know that story, like where it came from to to be in my head, but I do remember that being a story. So it, it happens. Well, sure. But I don't know anybody personally who it's happened to. I can't comment. But I, yeah, I'd love to hear those stories too. Copulation I mean. termination. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, I would love to hear a story like this. So send them along, Bryn, B-R-Y-N, at RadioLS.com. Thank you for listening today. The end.